many times in our journey toward improving our health or losing weight, we get into this mindset of blame. And we may not even be fully conscious of how we're going about the process that we're taking the responsibility, some responsibility that should be on our shoulders and blaming other people. Or sometimes we're taking on too much responsibility and uh, blaming ourselves. And so, so what I'd like to talk about today is that there's a difference between responsibility and blame. And when you take healthy responsibility, it feels good. It doesn't feel like a burden and it doesn't have that feeling that you get when you blame someone, this sort of righteous attitude of like, yeah, well, you know, if it wasn't for you, I'd be able to do this, this, and that, or I would, I would have a different life. And so when we blame others, we get this righteousness and, you know, I'm, I'm right at all costs and, and you're wrong. And that makes me feel good. And all of that feeling right at someone else's expense or blaming other people, it doesn't actually get to the root of the problem. And that little bit of satisfaction that we feel from blaming people is quite transient and not very meaningful in the whole health journey. It ends up that we might feel good, but actually we still kind of feel bad. And the endeavor to be right and to blame others and to feel righteous is there's like a sort of sick satisfaction in it, but it's it's coming from a place of fear and not from a place of love. And so we may blame someone to make ourselves feel better because we're actually afraid of something or we're sad or we feel angry about the situation or, or all three. <laughs> so I always like to say poor behavior is always a result of not feeling good, of either feeling fear, anger, or sadness or some permutation of those emotions. So when we blame someone, let's say we blame our boss for giving us too much work and therefore we don't have time to work out, we don't have time to practice self-care, that feels good, right? It's like, oh, it's not my fault, it's her fault. And if she just would give me more flexibility in my schedule or more time off, or if she organized everything better and I didn't have to do all this busy work or work for other, do work that should be done by others, then, you know, I would finally be able to take care of myself. And there's this, oh, yes, I'm right, she's wrong kind of satisfaction. But at the same time, what's really going on is maybe sadness. You know, maybe you feel sad that you don't have more time to take care of your, of your body. Maybe you're afraid. Maybe there's fear there, a fear of losing your status at work, fear of maybe if you did have more time and you did practice self-care that you wouldn't get the results that you want or fear that you would get the results that you want. I had a, a client many years ago tell me that she was afraid to lose weight because if she did, she, she was afraid she would leave her husband. So we, we often have these underlying fears of success or failure or, you know, worst of all, proving yourself right, that you are not enough, that you're not worthy, that you cannot be a success, uh, that you cannot realize your dreams, right? So a lot of times 
what looks on the surface to be, hey, you know, totally justifiable. Like, hey, it's my boss's fault that I can't walk in the morning or take time to make a healthy breakfast. Okay, that's all about blame. And what I'm going to invite you to do, this is just an example situation, but what I would invite you to do is to actually start to the practice of taking healthy responsibility. Now, this is a practice. It's not something that just, you know, you get really good at in one day or one week. This is a lifelong practice. And the way that you take healthy responsibility is you look at a situation and you take stock in a way of the things that you can control and the things that you cannot control. So if something's really charged, I like to actually write it down and put, you know, two columns, things I can control about this situation. And the other column would be things I cannot control about this situation. And I'll tell you right now, (laughs) there are really only two things that we can control in life. And those are our thoughts and our actions. We cannot control other people. We cannot control the past or the future. You know, we can control our actions and our thoughts in the present. We cannot control our past actions or past thoughts. We cannot always control our emotions. So sometimes, you know, if you've ever had a phobia or like a learned anxiety or something, you know, that you've kind of developed over years, just having a couple of new thoughts, as I'm sure you're aware, does not change that anxiety, right? I I was afraid to fly for a long time, and I would logically try to talk myself out of it, but I was unable to. I still felt that anxiety. I still felt, you know, that that sweaty palm, nervousness, all of that, stomach upset. Actually, eventually, I was able to overcome my fear of flying through a combination of, interestingly, better nutrition, but also working on my thoughts around flying. So you can't control your emotions always. Sometimes you can to a certain extent, but emotions are like, you know, they're like water. (laughs) They are going to seep in and they're going to, they're going to go wherever they can and they can be very insidious. So if you dampen down your fear, let's say of not being good at your job or your fear of success or failure, then that's always going to crop up in various areas of your life. One of them being, hey, I'm going to blame someone else for my thoughts and actions. I'm not going to take responsibility for them. So taking healthy responsibility is also not about blaming yourself. It's about taking responsibility for the things that you can control and accepting, you know, acknowledging and accepting the things that you cannot control. So in this situation, you might say to yourself, hey, you know what? I can't control what my boss does or says or thinks. I cannot control what anybody I work with thinks about me or does or says. I cannot control how many days there are, I mean, how many hours there are in the day. I can't control my, let's say, daughter who, you know, needs help in the morning, right? So these are all outside forces that you cannot control. So I'm going to kind of accept that about those things and not try so hard to change others. And I'm going to look inside myself and see what I can do. So I can control what time I go to bed. I can control how much time I spend watching TV at night so that I can get into bed earlier. And uh, I can set my alarm and, you know, get a good night's sleep and wake up and spend five or 10 minutes on my own self-care. I can do that. I can control those things. 
And so therefore, I'm going to make a commitment to just one small action step, which may be, you know, turning off the TV or putting a book away 30 minutes earlier so that you can get 30 minutes more sleep so that you can wake up and feel rested and and take care of yourself, whatever, whatever it is that you're endeavoring to do around your self-care that you were blaming your boss for. <laughs> now, sometimes situations are very intense. I had a client who was working, you know, 15-hour days for years and also working on the weekends. And that's a situation where you could say, well, you either quit your job or you keep going. So uh, she chose to keep going and therefore her self-care was limited. She had the financial resources to hire me to be her coach twice a week, <laughs> to have somebody deliver really nutritious home-cooked meals to her for uh, pretty much, you know, Monday through Friday. She has a woman who comes and cleans her house. She has a massage therapist, a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, you know, to help her deal with some of her stress. Uh, so she created support structures around her schedule but fundamentally, the real elephant in the room was that she had this job that was so demanding and not really conducive to overall health and, and you know, enjoying your life. So that's a choice, right? A choice to stay and not, prior, you know, not do all the things you can for self-care. And that's, I have zero judgment about that because that's her life and she was able to build up this support system around herself. It wasn't perfect, but it was, you know, helping her out. So she chose to take action in that way. And sometimes we feel stuck. And then it just comes down to your priorities. What's most important to you? What are your goals? What are your desires? If your desire is to, you know, be super healthy and be at your best, then working 15-hour days and on the weekends for years and years and years is not really conducive to that. Let's, let's just face it. So it's not about blaming your job or blaming someone else. It's about taking responsibility and saying, hey, I choose to be in this work situation. I choose to take responsibility for, for what I'm doing right now, and, and I take responsibility for any consequences around that. That's the difference between healthy responsibility and blame. So I hope that that's helpful because, you know, it, most of our health practices are simply about making choices, to choose to be in control of your thoughts and your actions, to choose to take responsibility and to choose to not blame others because it really doesn't get you anywhere. And uh, I think it's freeing. I think it's a relief, actually, to, to go about it this way. I hope that that's helpful and inspiring for you. 